Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Monday, September 25th. Hope you're doing well today as we journey together toward Jesus. I know this is typically missional Monday, so you're maybe surprised to be hearing my voice, but um, I want to talk a little bit about mission today in a little bit more of a micro sense as we continue on this journey. It was so uh, good to see a lot of you at the church picnic after I was uh, able to finish uh, my time at Spring Grove Alliance. Uh, Really, really good to connect with uh, the folks there uh, to be able to do a little bit of a kind of a mini town hall meeting as we get ready for uh, this coming week's town hall meeting at York Alliance. Uh, I was able to answer some questions uh, for them as well and uh, just to be with them and uh, be able to both share the word with them and worship with them and encourage them. Uh, really good to be together and uh, and really good to uh, hear Jonas's uh, message on uh, telling our story. I, I think uh, it, you, you can just tell when uh, somebody is speaking about something they're really, really passionate about. And clearly, this is an area that Jonas has a lot of passion in. And so if you weren't there on Sunday, let me encourage you, go back and listen. And don't just listen, engage the process of uh, asking questions. You know, if you're, if you're watching on YouTube or uh, you're listening to the podcast, you're able to hit pause when he says, uh, hey, go through and answer these questions. That's a perfect way to do it. In fact, I just, I haven't checked it out yet, but I just heard this morning uh, that we have the story tool uploaded to the practices section of the website. So even if you don't have the story tool right in front of you, you can get onto the website, you can uh, download it or view it on the website and uh, start to uh, walk through those those questions. But Jonas did such a great job of, of hitting all four of those uh, areas of creation, fall, redemption, and restoration, and the way that those four areas speak into our story. He did such a great job of laying that out. And obviously, a, a lot of passion, a lot of, uh, a, a lot of uh, deep feelings, uh, and a lot of deep desire to see people step into that. Um, and so it's really uh, great to be a part of that. And so what I want to talk to you about today on this Missional Monday is uh, why it's so important to be able to get a handle on your story and wh- how telling your story works. Tomorrow, I'll give you a, a little bit of my story. Um, Jonas's story is uh, is maybe a lot different than a lot of us. Uh, I grew up in the church, and even though I didn't grow up in a church where I clearly heard the gospel growing up, I did at least have a clear exposure to what it meant to be a follower of Jesus. I'll explain a little bit more of that as, uh, as I tell the story tomorrow. Uh, Jonas's story is very different than that, where he was apart from uh, the church, apart from the gospel, and uh, had to kind of grow into that. Both of those things have value. And some of your stories, many of your stories actually, are having grown up in the evangelical church, having heard truth, and uh, having uh, from a very, very early age decided to follow Jesus. All of those stories have value. And I think um, for many of us who don't come from Jonas's kind of background, where we have a, a dramatic conversion moment that's really, really clear, we kind of shy away from sharing our story. And that's what I want to talk about today, why it's so important to not shy away from telling our stories. Um, we need to be ready to uh, engage this entire flow of creation, fall, redemption, and restoration and uh, being ready to do that means understanding how that works within our story. Not just the dramatic stories, not just the uh, real clear-cut stories, but an understanding of the, the heart of what God's doing. 
here's what I mean by that. If you think through that four-act um, uh, kind of flow of story, understanding that God made us in unique ways. There are certain uh, character traits or certain skills or certain gifts, talents that I can look back from a very, very young age and I can recognize are just part of the way that God made me. Um, there, some of those things uh, became really key aspects of what it means for me to be a pastor, what it means for me to be a follower of Jesus, some of the things that Jesus immediately started to redeem. Um, and I can now, with the benefit of hindsight, I can look back and see that was just part of creation. That was part of the image of God that I have the privilege of bearing. And we all have those things where we can look back and say, like, there's certain things that were just part of, part of who I am. But I can also see there are certain sins and certain ways of, uh, of wrestling that I'm really clearly predisposed to. And that doesn't mean that I didn't have a, um, a generally um, moral life. Uh, I, I didn't have some uh, really, really dramatic, like, you know, I, I was uh, coming out of prison after killing three people, and then that's when I came to faith. You know, I, it, was, it, it was much less dramatic than that. But I can still look and I can see how I was predisposed, have continued to be predisposed to certain kinds of sin. And that's part of the process of the fall. And here's why that's so important. Every single person that you talk to can identify with both of those two things, creation and fall, understanding there are certain things that are good about the way that I've been created. There are certain things that I can celebrate from a very young age that I can recognize were um, really good about who God has made me to be. And there are certain sins, certain ways of living that I'm predisposed to, certain things that I wrestle with. And even people who don't have a clear understanding of sin, even people who maybe wouldn't use that term and maybe would even wrestle with the idea of being seen as a sinner, quote unquote, they do recognize there are certain things that I'm predisposed to, um, whether those are things like um, greed or whether those are things like lust, whether those are things uh, like pride, uh, whether those are uh, areas of anger, whether I'm uh, given to uh, having a short temper or um, wh whatever the process is, there are certain things that I can look at and I can see, even if I don't fully get the idea of sin, I can see fall show up in my character. I can see uh, the, the reality of my brokenness show up. But I can also see the reality of my goodness show up. And so being able to rehearse creation and fall is vitally important. But being able to move into redemption then is an understanding of what God saves me from. And it helps me to be realistic in the recognition that the things that are part of fall for me, they're still part of fall for me. Um, it, it's, it's not that they're fixed. It's not that all of a sudden everything's good. And that's one of the problems with the way that we often tell our stories. When we tell these dramatic stories, it is true that God steps in and often changes some of those really, really big things. There are areas of my life, I'll tell the story again tomorrow, um, but there are areas of my life where I saw God work immediately and I saw him change certain things. But there are other things that man, uh, 25, 30 years later, I'm still wrestling with some of the same stuff. And that's part of the reality. Redemption is not that God steps in and all of a sudden, um, you, you know, I quote 2 Second, Second Corinthians 5.17, I'm a new creation. The old is gone as new has come. I no longer struggle. Well, that's, 
that's both not true, but it's also not relatable. And so recognizing that redemption doesn't mean that everything's fixed. It means that Jesus has stepped in on my behalf and he has invited me into a new way of living. And that new way of living is one that I sometimes step into really, really well, um, that I spend a lot of time in the, um, in the flow of the kingdom where I'm recognizing the kingdom love of Jesus is really, really good and I'm stepping into it and I'm experiencing his kingdom. Because that really is, we'll talk about it next week, uh, that really is the heart of the gospel, the declaration of the kingdom. But there's also times where I'm not living in the kingdom, where I'm choosing to live in a way that's out of step with the kingdom. Uh, what uh, Paul says in Galatians chapter 5, that he calls us to walk in step with the Spirit, keep in step with the Spirit. Well, there's times that I'm not in step with the Spirit. And when that happens, I'm still experiencing the same brokenness, the same fall that is part of my sinful nature. But I recognize that redemption means I'm invited in, not just to a, a, a theory, but I'm given a new desire. Like all of a sudden I have a desire to be in step with the spirit. I long to be with Jesus more and more. I long to become more and more like Jesus. And I long to do the things that he does. That doesn't mean I do them perfectly, but there's kind of a want to want to. That's a key part of our story. And so when we live that part of the story, it becomes very natural then to flow into that restoration aspect of the story because we are uh, recognizing that we get to be a part of inviting other people into this process because not not so that we can grow our club or um, increase our tribe, but because this is actually the best way to live. This is the way that God created us to live. And I can, through personal experience, rehearse the story of how fall is not the way I want to live, but how redemption is God redeeming some of these parts of creation that were good in me, but, um, but bringing them to the surface in a way that's beautiful and now using those things to be a part of God's good plan in the world around me. That's why learning to tell our story, even for those of us who grew up in the church and even for those of us who don't have this dramatic transition, um, that's why learning to tell our story is so important. So tomorrow, I'm going to tell you my story. I'm going to try to walk through uh, what my story looks like and how maybe that applies to your story as well. And if you'll take Jonas's story and he alluded a little bit to Beth's story and uh, my story and start to hold some of these individual stories together, it starts to be a little easier to develop your own story, uh, to be able to tell your story. But it's so important because the people around us, uh, they, they get creation and fall. They might not get um, the, what it means to be a sinner. But if you can understand, if I can understand the way creation and fall works, I'm going to be able to interact missionally with the world around me. So that's today's Missional Monday as uh, we step into the individual ways that we are being called on mission. I pray that the grace and peace of Jesus would be yours. I pray that his spirit would anoint you. And as you rehearse your story, as you think through your story, that you would uh, find him uh, working through you uh, as uh, your your spirit is speaking to the spirit of the people around you um, and that you're uh, engaging them with the love and the grace of Jesus. Have a great rest of the day. I will look forward to being back with you again tomorrow uh, and uh, hopefully uh, giving you an opportunity to hear uh, what my story sounds like. Grace and peace to you.